0: I want to go a little bit weiter in the sugya of Tfila Be'ez hem. Uh, I want to get actually to some actually different topics that are not necessarily ashkofa and Chizik and Tfila, but just are random things that we'll get to. Just I, I decided, I think, one more day. We could, spend, we could spend all year on this, by the way, just, just so you should know. We could spend all year on Chizik and Tfila. Tfila is something, as the Gemara told us, we mentioned around the beginning, that requires constant, constant Chizik. If not, it doesn't work. You know, they, they say... That davening is similar to. Um, can you imagine? You have a very wealthy guy, millions and millions in the bank, right? Unbelievable, right? right? It's got a lot of money. Right. It's got a lot of money. The problem is he can't take one penny out of his bank without either a credit card or a check. But you have millions. Just look. it doesn't work that way. There's a way of getting things out. There's the same thing. The can give us so much. He wants to give us so much, and we're desperate to have it. But there's a way of getting it out. How do you get it out? To davening. Davening is our check. Davening is our credit card that takes out the money. that's ours, right? The bruch is in our lives. The of wants to give us. But if you don't daven, you're not going to get it, which is what we spoke about last time. The oh. Heilige B'aditchev once walked over to a yid who was davening. And the B'aditchev waited for him to finish. And the B'aditchev walked over to him and said, Shalom Aleichem. And he looked at the bodhisattva, he said, um, I've, I've not been anywhere. I've not been out of town. I, I, I come here every day, I understand. Like, what's, what's, what's the Rebbe doing? So the uh, Yitzchak said, when you were davening, I saw that you were so absorbed in your thoughts, you were thinking about traveling abroad, doing business, earning a lot of money, and then eventually you came back down to this world, you know, to, to normality. So I decided to give you a shalom aleichem. And that's the union of davening, Rabbi said Now... I want to mention to you, I want to mention the Gevaldegi story, which we find in Parshas Koyach. So we know that um, there was a fight. We're not going to go into the whole sugya now because everyone, I think, is familiar with it. But the idea, basically, and Reveille Lopian spells this out, that Koyach came to Moshe Rabbeinu and said, Mechatesa. Why, why can't we also be close to Hashem? Why can't we also offer korbanos? Why can't we also be kohanim? You know, all of the various things that he told them. he asked the is in our house for the swarm. and a mezuzah. Okay. So, when explains the kevaldegi Yisait, what happened? What happened is Moshe Rabbeinu and Aaron told Koyrach and his followers, to hundreds and hundreds of some of men. okay, no problem. You can offer your korbanos. No problem. You offer korbanos. We'll offer our korbanos. And whoever the rabbi nesholonim accepts, will know that Hashem wants him to be the leader. So off you go. You offer your carbon. We'll offer ours, and we'll see who wins. Right? Let the best man win. The problem was that right before, we know that Moshe Rabbeinu davened. What did Moshe Rabbeinu daven? Torah tells us this clearly Moshe Rabbeinu davened that the rabbi nesholonim should not accept Kiryach's uh, carbon, because if he does. <laughs> How's that gonna look? It's gonna be a disaster to Khalil's soul. It's be a disaster to everything. Now, just take a step back. Take a step back for a minute. Think for a minute. What, 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 what is going on over here? Why would the Rabbi, inshallah, take Kairak's carbon? Can you imagine if all of Khalil's souls see this machlaikis? You've got Moshe and Aaron. They just took everyone out of the Shrine. They just split the yam. Right? at Krias Kriyas You saw everything is there, everything is happening. And, and, and they're going to take kairach's carbon? Obviously not. Why would Hashem do that? So why did Moshe Abenu taven? It says, again you see from here, the yisoyed of the kairach of tefillah. Because if kairach would offer a real sincere tefillah, the rabbi would have to give it to him. And therefore, because of that, Moshe Abenu had to offer a tefillah against that tefillah. That means the kairach of tefillah is so great that sometimes the rabbi will give us that which we don't even want. You might think we want it something which is not even good for us because you daven that is the koyach of tefillah and that's what a person has to realize is, is, is the potential is inside all of us that every single one of us should be using this there's um, a Gemara in Baruch Islam a base, a base the Gemara tells us an incredible story the Gemara says story with a particular chassid he was davening on the way there he was davening Shemayn Esra and a big general comes in and says shalom to him he didn't answer. So he waited until the Jude prayed. And he finished praying. And when he finished, he said to him, You borrow, you empty one! Doesn't it say in your Torah, Look after yourself? When I said hello, why didn't you answer? I, I could cut off your head if I wanted to, the Gemara says. The general said to this Chosad I could cut off your head, I could kill you. You should have said Shalom to me. Why didn't you? So he answered him and he said, Excuse me, sir. If you would be standing in front of a human king, and your friend came over and just said, Hi then, Steve. What's going on? Everything okay? Would you answer him if you're in the middle of talking to a big general? No. General said, Not a chance. Has Solomon in the middle of talking to a big general. And if you would have answered, what would have happened? Huh. Probably the general would have cut off your head. So he said, It's a kalvah choyma. If you're standing in front of a human being king that's only here today and gone tomorrow, me, who's standing in front of Melech, malcham Lochim, can you imagine? Of course I can't interrupt my governing and talk to you. And the general said, okay, that's beautiful. So that's the question. That's, that's the story in the Gemara and Brachas. The Akronim asked a kasha. And they said, Lemaisa, how could the chassid put himself in danger? Right? Just, just say hello. The, the Torah tells us that you have to look after yourself. The Torah said, behem, you've got to live by them. Meaning, you've got to live by the Torah. If the guy can kill you, he'll stop Yishman Esra. And it's very nice that he said, beautiful. But the why? Why didn't he stop Yishman Esra? I said, the Zukk Rabbeinu Kalman from Gateshead Mishkar Shemun, beautiful, beautiful sight. He brings a teretz that he heard himself on the vision of Zareba. and he said, "It's not the pshat that the chosid heard the general and just didn't answer him. The pshat is they didn't hear him. He just didn't hear him." He was so immersed in his fillers he couldn't even hear the general. Because of course, if he would have heard him theoretically, he should have stopped and said hello. Because he's putting his life in danger. That's what it means to daven. That's what it means oymid le'peyam melech. That's what it means to daven. To have a situation. It's a, sheifer, it's a It's a high goal. I'm not saying any of us can get there, but it's a goal that maybe one day we could try to try to strive to get somewhere close to there at least, at least something. You shouldn't even hear it, right? It's such an incredible thing. Rav Aaron once Chernobyl once one asked his gabb his gabber, he said, why haven't you davened today? He said, ah, because every time I daven, I get distracted. And this one asks me to do something. I'm the kabba of the whole house of the Rebbe, So you can imagine everyone's coming over to me. Can I do this? Can I do this? I never concentrate anyway. My davening is not worth anything. So I decided today to skip it. He said, but I can see. He said, I can see on your face that you didn't daven. That means that your tefillah means something. That means even, even if there's no Kavana. And people get disheartened sometimes. I don't have intention. I have no kovon. I can't think of the words. I don't even understand the words. I, I can't concentrate. I'm thinking of a million different things. Do you think my tzvillin means anything? Absolutely it does. It makes a big difference between davening or not davening. Right? They say a similar story with Mendel and Rimanoff, The same thing. An elderly person came to the rebbe and he said, I want to die because I see no purpose for my life. So he told Mendel and Rimanoff, I want to die. What do I do in my life? What do I accomplish anyway? Please, could you do me a favor and help me die? So the Rebbe said to him, tell me something, did you daven shachos today? So he said, yeah, but like hardly with Kavana. It wasn't really worth much. So the Rebbe disagreed. He said it would worthwhile. You're living another 70 years just to daven a and esra, even without Kavana. Now of course That shouldn't be an excuse To not have kavanah mm-hmm. We should try to strive To have kavanah But it means that If after davening Or even before davening We think to ourselves oh, What am I davening for? Like, does anyone care? Is anyone listening? Whatever that, that, It's not that way It's not that way We have to realize Our tefillahs mean so much To Rabban Shalom He cherishes everyone About tefillahs Chazal tell us He takes it as a As a jewel on his crown Can you imagine The Rabban from Taking your tefillah And putting it on a jewel On his crown It's the most incredible thing In the world It's unbelievable When Chaim Shulevet Says Where he brings down Maimon where he brings down our parishes that the Rabbonishim took us out of Mitzrayim. We were almost on the Memtesh Sharitum, the 49th worst, lowest level possible. And the Rabbonishim lifted us up after being submerged in Mitzrayim and elevated us, right, up to the 49th level of Kedusha at Har Sinai. And therefore, says Chaim Levitz, the Rabbonishim is willing. And capable to help every single one of us in our spiritual efforts. As long as, Like we say every day in Pesukah Zimra, Open up your mouth and I will fill it. In other words, says, I want to fill you with so much. But open your mouth. Talk to me. Talk to me. You know, the Chofetz Chaim, I've mentioned this many times, and i will say it again. The Chofetz Chaim writes that a person should be davening to Hashem all throughout the day. He says, Esra is not enough. People think, I daven three times a day. What's the problem? My daven three was I good, right? Spoilers. Chaim says, a person should daven. not in Shman Esra? There should be a time that a person should daven to Hashem. I'll give you an example. Does anybody ever need something and daven Tashem? Let's say, for example, you're driving, and you need to get somewhere really quickly, and you see there's a red light about, you know, coming up, and like, uh-oh, if there's a red light, it's a really long red light. By the time I get there, I'm going to miss my point. It, what do you do? Stress? Or daven to Hashem? You should be tashem. Right, a woman, for example, that makes a cake, simple thing. Should be davening to Hashem, I want uh, Hashem, I want the cake to come out. A person should start accosting him himself to talk to the Ravon Shem to build up a relationship with Hashem That is tefillah. Tefillah said the Chovetz Chaim doesn't only mean that which the Anzik Nesagadola put into the words in the text of our script of our siddur People think, okay, I'm Yitzah, I said all the words, I'm good. When else do you daven? Chovetz Chaim. We, we, hmm? oh, we met a bug. No, no, no. By like, bugging him. No, you're never bugging Hashem. Hashem wants a relationship with you. The more you talk to him, the more relationship you have. The definition, by the way, of a good relationship is communication. And therefore, if you have a good relationship with Hashem, it's because you talk to Him. Now, the Chobot, I specifically quote the Chavit Chaim, because I can give you many Marmara coins from the Kutim and others as well that say the same thing. But I wanted to specifically tell you a Chavit Chaim that says, Mufurish, that davening Shemane is not enough. You need to have other times in the day. I want to know how many people here at any other time during the day, apart from when they're in shul with davening during this Malim of Tefillah, talk to Hashem. That is Tfilah. No, by the way, according to Ramban, that's pure Tvila. That's when you're Chavit when you have an story and you need something, you daven, you're it's so, uh, not the way it's only three times a day. Whatever, we're not going to go into now the But the idea is we're well, build a relationship. Build a relationship with Hashem. Talk to Hashem and going up the stairs to your room. Talk to Hashem. And I'm going to have a bit of rest. I should sleep well, so Mr. I should learn in the afternoon, or whatever it may be. Just talk to the Rabbi Shalom. Talk to Hashem. You like talking to people. Talk to the talk to the Talk to God. You know, Shincha Pinkas once um, once got a knock on the door. It was 11.30 at night in Ofakim where he lived. And suddenly knocks on the door and said, "Rebbe, I was told to come to you. I have waited six years to have children. You can you imagine the pain of the time waiting six years to have children? And I was told to go to Mishin Shem and offer Akim. And uh, here I am. Could you help me? So Mishin Shem you know, asks me a few questions about whatever. And he says, okay, could you come back in two hours? It's 1.30 in the morning. So sure, no problem. He comes back in two hours. Knocks on the door, Mishin Shem opens the door. And said, says, come into my car. So get into Mishin car. And Afakim is in the middle of like nowhere, and they start driving 10, 15 minutes, and they get to like a completely dirt, deserted place. There isn't a light in sight. The place is pitch black. So he tells the man, "Could you get out? Could you get out, please?" The guy's like, "Okay." So he gets out. Shisha says, "Okay, I'm coming back in twenty minutes. Talk to Hashem." Closes the door and drives off. The place is pitch black. The guy's like, oh, "Okay." So he starts stumbling and says, "Tell him. Tell him that you remember by heart, whatever." 20 minutes later, Rosh Hashem suddenly sees lights. Rosh drives up. He sees him. Rosh takes one look at him and says, No, that's not davening. Talk to your Creator. Talk to the Melech Malchem, Nochem HaKadosh He turns the lights, I'll be back in 10 minutes. And he drove off. He came back 10 minutes later. The man was, the tears were going down his eyes. He realized when there's no one else around, there's no lights, nothing distracting him. There's only me and the Rabbi Nishalelon. And Baruch Hashem, within a year he had a child. Because the power of tfilah when a person really believes in the Rabboni Shalom, is the most incredible thing. And let me just end with one last Kevaldugia site. One last Kevaldugia The year was 1938. Now, 1938 was right before, as we know, familiar with history. It was right before the war. Right before the Holocaust, right? And the gedolim in Europe had gathered together to figure out, what are we going to do? We're hearing all these rumors What they are going to do to Jews What are they going to take them away Nothing had happened yet But it was all like in the process They heard all these rumors What was going to be And all the biggest Rosh Hashivas, The gedolim, The tzaddikim, The Rebbers Everybody gathered together In order to make some kind of idea Of what we should do And each Rebbe And each tzaddik, And each Rosh Hashiva got up And said Rabbi Sai I think we should work on Sneers. And the next guy got up And said Rabbi Sai We should work on shmiras Salash And the next guy said we should Everyone came up with a beautiful idea Toirad Chesed Beautiful. The last speaker was the Ponovi The Ponovi was with Yosef Shalom Ka- And he was the last one to address the Olam. And he got up to the podium. said, Rabbi I'd like to say a story. And he said, there was once in a town, in an old shtetl, there was a fire in Rabbi home. A fire in Rabbi home. Could you imagine? In those days, the houses were made from wood and hay and straw. It spread very, very quickly. It was in the middle of the night. All of a sudden, the commotion woke everybody up. Everybody ran outside. The fire people came and you know, dry buckets, whatever they could possibly do. And in the middle of all the commotion, they realized, hey, where's Ribi Asala? The guy, the guy who lives in the house, where's he? We don't. He, he's not here. He must be upstairs. He must be sleeping. We never woke him up. Not, they can't go in the house. What are they going to do now? So each one came up with different ideas. One guy says, I'm going to take a ladder. And I'm going to go round the side and maybe through there. One guy says... I'm going to take stones and maybe hit, it, hit the building, maybe do that. Each one came up with different ideas. And one guy says, it's too late. All these ideas are very beautiful. There's a fire right now. There's only one thing we can do. Scream at the top of your lungs together. We'll wake him up. So the pun of a Everyone has beautiful ideas. Yeah, we have to work on okay. sneers. We have to work on haloshen. We have to work on Toyo, We have to work on chesed. There's so much we have to work on. Sometimes it's too late for that. There is only one eitzah, And that is the eitzah of tefillah dates of speaking to the Rebbeinu begging the Rebbeinu beseeching the Rebbeinu Rabbi say. Every single one of us had the most incredible koichas, tremendous, tremendous potential and strength in tefillah. We don't even realize our strength in tefillah. And be'ez HaShem, we should try to machazik ourselves a little bit. Before, before, before Shemayin Esser, just think for a moment, who am I talking to? The Melech, Alchem, Lachim. When you're walking on the street, talk to HaShem. When you need something, talk to HaShem. Start to build a relationship with the Rabbanu Shalom. And be'ez HaShem, the Rabbanu will give us everything that we need